0: Welcome to the DataBeats show. We also have a free newsletter, so do check it out on databeats.community. So, today we've got Jacques from Cybersmart, who's here to share some strong opinions about a hot, hot, hot topic that is CDP versus reverse ETL. So, here we go. Hey, Jacques, thanks for joining.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me.
0: Great to be here. Of course. uh, So, Jacques, tell us a bit about your work. What makes you so passionate about data technologies?
1: So I work as a head of revenue operations at CyberSmart. We are we're a cybersecurity startup. So um, my kind of role there is to look at data, process, and technology for the marketing, sales, and customer experience teams. Obviously, technology is really important for what we do. Um, I need to find technology to enable all of those teams to do the work that they need to do. And so, you know, I've it's really important to me that I find technology and I find. Uh, ways of helping those teams achieve the results they want in as efficient and scalable a way as possible. Um, so, really, kind of that's my that's my kind of angle on technology. I don't. I'm not interested in technology for technology's sake. I'm interested in technology for the outcome that it provides me.
0: 100. Me too. So you don't shy away from voicing your opinions, right? Uh, what is the deal with reverse ETL tools sometimes being labeled as CDPs? Uh, it's
1: it's frustrating marketing to me, really. I find it really frustrating. Um, you know, I've got a background in marketing. I can understand why they're doing it, but all it's doing is causing confusion in CDP market. Um, you know, it's 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 frustrating. Um, they've got a great product that has so many merits that I think causing that frustration in the market doesn't necessarily do them any favors.
0: Mm-hmm. Got it, yeah. Uh, and Reverse ETL, in my view, is one of the many components of a you know CDP, of a ready-made CDP. Uh, what are your thoughts
1: here? Yeah, I think that's that's exactly what it is. It's one of the small and I think probably one of the smallest parts of what a what a CDP kind of is capable of doing. Um I think CDPs obviously can do significantly more as you already know. Um and reverse DTL just can do that for CDP. It can do other things as well, which are perhaps more interesting, I think.
0: Right, right. Um, and I believe CDPs aren't going any any anywhere anytime soon, right? Um, do you think even if a lot of organizations um, adopt reverse ETL tools and data you know, warehouses, will, will they eventually replace like a ready-made CDP?
1: I don't think that moment is ever going to happen. Um, I think just the barrier to entry for many businesses to get a data warehouse is very significant. Um, you know, I think mo- most base most businesses or a lot of businesses will still be using a CRM as their warehouse, right? Um, so I don't think it's necessarily reasonable that everyone will be needing or wanting reverse CTL. much in the same way that most businesses won't necessarily need or want a CDP. Um, they'll probably want a CRM or a CDP or some sort of reverse ETL, but
0: not necessarily all of them, or they may want a combination of them, depending on what they're trying to do. Right, right. Yeah, that's a that's a great segue into my next question. Uh, at, at certain organisations, do you think there's room for a CDP and a reverse ETL to coexist?
1: Absolutely. Um, that's something that I'm actually exploring right now. We use a CDP, um, and that's not going anywhere. But we're looking at reverse ETL to replace an iPaaS product, um, and actually, it's performing incredibly in that area. Um, I'm, you know, I've I've really enjoyed working in it and testing it. Um, And really, the comparison against iPaaS is night and day. Um, It's a fantastic product.
0: Right. Cool. I mean, let's talk about iPaaS then. Uh, Do you think Reverse ETL can replace uh, iPaaS at some point? At some point, I mean,
1: it's doing one thing really well, which is it's getting the data from the warehouse to the destination. Uh, One thing that iPaaS does exceptionally well is doing it the other way, right? So your CRM, your marketing platform, whatever might end up then being the source of data, sending data somewhere else. So I think that it captures one component particularly, but not necessarily everything else. Um, and there's a lot of maturity in iPads. There's a lot of, uh, these tools are built for enterprise in many cases. So there's a lot of maturity that's built up in terms of data security, integration, kind of all of that kind of stuff that is actually very important and meaningful in this market. Totally.
0: Um, And let's talk about CDP implementation. Like what do companies really need to implement a CDP successfully? And typically how long do you think it takes?
1: It really depends on the CDP and what the organization is trying to get out of it. If I think to my kind of uh, my experience with CDPs um, I've primarily used segment um, and where segment really shines is in their, in their, uh, instrumentation kind of libraries. And so my view is, right, you need engineers to help you to implement that instrumentation. Um, and depending on the complexity of your product, that could take a few days, it could take a lot longer. Um, it really depends what you're trying to do. Um, from, a, from a kind of a more operational perspective, it can be really quick to set up because all you need to do is kind of connect your CRM data or connect your email platform data. And suddenly you've got a data flow going into your CDP. So, it depends what you're trying to do. Um, you can get a very quick, easy implementation, and then build upon it through engineering resource.
0: Yeah, uh, totally. I, I 100% agree with you on that. Uh, and what about reverse ETL? I mean, um, what do companies really need to to succeed with the reverse ETL? Tool, since you're using one right now,
1: I've actually. So I've I've been tr- testing out High Touch to replace uh, an iPaaS platform. Um, it's been really nice and easy, right? So long as I can connect to my warehouse, which you know I spoke to my CTO, he gave me uh, connection users, tested out. Um, I can connect to the warehouse. I can query the data using SQL or some other means, um, and then actually building out that integration is just really nice and easy. Um, so I think you know it's 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 a great product in that
0: respect. Absolutely, uh, that's great to know. Uh, so should should non data teams or gtm teams care whether data is made available to them via a cdp or reverse etl
1: absolutely not um a gtm team should only really care about what the tool is enabling them to do not how they're getting data um there are situations where that may change so for example if they want more of a real-time data stream there are things that they're going to have to consider to get that so in that kind of respect, maybe a CDP is better to provide that real-time data stream than a traditional kind of, well, not traditional, new reverse ETL tool. Um, it really depends on what they're trying to achieve, what outcome they're after, uh, and what trade-offs they're able and willing to make in terms of you know costs and resource and that sort
0: of thing. Switching gears a little bit, we've seen some CDPs become reverse ETL-like, right? Uh, do you think at some point popular CDP vendors will maybe build-or-buy reverse ETL capabilities?
1: Oh, it's, yeah, it's got to be, or I'm sure if you were to look in, inside those companies, they were 100% building those products already. Um, it's a no-brainer for them.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, and what are your thoughts on ETL or ELT vendors, like Fivetran, um, building or buying reverse ETL capabilities? I mean, they're selling to the same audience, right?
1: I mean, it makes sense. Uh, if you look at, uh, is it Airbyte, I believe? You know, they've purchased ELT and reverse ETL companies. They're looking to do the full thing. Uh, it makes sense for anyone in this market to be looking to expand, not just unidirectionally, directionally, but bi-directionally. Um, again, it just seems like a bit of a no-brainer. It seems like if you can do all of your integration in a single tool, that's kind of what you should be looking to do.
0: Right, right. Uh, actually, I wasn't going to ask you this question, but now I'm going to ask you anyway. Uh, do you think that like, companies would, would want to, eventually just pay for one data integration tool or do you think companies will be happy to pay separately for ETL, reverse ETL, CDP, et etc.?
1: I'm in two minds about this, right? Because there's that constant cycle of bundling versus unbundling, uh, which is really interesting to kind of follow, but there is significant amount of value in having a single tool that does things. The trade-off, of course, is that actually that single tool may not be as good as dedicated point solutions. So it's just balancing those trade-offs versus what your actual requirements are. Um, I think there's there's space for both to exist. Um, with the money that was kind of sloshing around uh, in the data kind of area, you know, at the tail end of last year, start of this year, these companies are 100% going to be investing in purchasing companies that broaden them into more of a bundled suite. Uh, and they'll be looking to be acquired by uh, the big players to create more bundled solutions. So there's room for both, but I, I, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens in the market um, as consolidation probably happens.
0: Right, right. Um, and and a related question, right? Uh, with the rise of warehouse native apps, right? Uh, do you think reverse ETL vendors should try to diversify their offerings, uh, you know, go beyond moving data? Um, can they somehow, maybe even enable traditional SaaS companies to become
1: warehouse native? That's a, a really interesting kind of angle. Um, you know, what, I'm not 100% sure where they can go, to be honest. Um, the reality is that not every tool in the future is going to be built to integrate directly with the warehouse. And there's going to be, you know, you look at your Salesforce marketing clouds, your Marketos, these tools are very unlikely to be changing their entire infrastructure in their future, right? So there is 100% of market that is going to remain on warehouse host on uh, you know kind of actual app hosted kind of platforms for a very long time so there's a significant market that's going to remain um, whether or not that market ends up shrinking or growing I'm not sure I imagine it's going to grow in the near future right um, the market right now for uh, warehouse native tools is minuscule uh, you know I'd be surprised if it was even 1% of the total market Um, so, you know, there's definitely things that will happen, but I, I can't get out of crystal ball and see what that's going to be. It's going to be in 10
0: plus years, I think, if we'll see any kind of significant movement there. Well, awesome job. This has been so great. Uh, last question for you. What's your advice for companies that are contemplating whether to go with a ready, ready made CDP or a reverse ETL? Um,
1: I think look at your use case. Don't look at the technology. Look at what you're trying to achieve and then score the technology against that. Um, focus on outcomes. Is, it's the most important thing I can kind of say is just focus on the outcome that you're trying to achieve. Don't focus on technology.
0: Yeah, 100%. And also add that uh, think about you know uh, the needs of your teams. You know, Give them mm. the tools they're comfortable using. Um, because Absolutely. technology is no good if nobody uses them, right? Um, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jacques. Uh, thanks again for answering my questions and sharing your insights. You have a great day. Help bridge the gap between data people and non-data people. Join us on databeats.community.